Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, continuing with our off-seasonal positional previews. Last week, of course, we addressed the running back position, and we gauged, as Andy Hart has quantified, your interest rating in the position this offseason, both in terms of the players they have in-house as well as how much you think they're going to have to address the position via the draft, via free agency, and via trade. I said I had was a three out of 10 on running backs last week. I think they're pretty well set after grabbing Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong Jr. last year. And with superstar in the making, Ramondre Stevenson being the focal point of the offense, perhaps a healthy Ty Montgomery coming back into the equation gives them a pretty stacked running back room. They don't have to spend too much time on it this offseason. You gave it a, what was your rating last week? Six, I believe. I was going to say a six. Yeah, you were, you were, uh, I'm not going to say a firm six, but you were firm seven and a half. Eighth, right. Family podcast. I apologize for that. We're everybody. Talking interest ratings here. I don't know what you're there talking go, about. There goes that sponsor, whatever sponsor it was. Uh, now we get to wide receiver. I'm just going to come straight out of the gate right now. I'm a, I'm a big old nine, if not even a 10, like straight up. All the way. I'm just going to write even before we get into a discussion. Okay, interest to, ratings, right? Yeah, interest rating. I have oh, okay. rock solid 10. Uh, I am a set in stone granite 10. Like you could set you could set your watch to it. I'm all in on the need to address the wide receiver room because as we saw in Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs thought they could actually run their offense and be just as prolific without the fastest receiver in the NFL, and they diversified the portfolio and they drafted, signed, and traded wisely for Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, and they picked up a possible Ty Hill clone in Kadarius Toney, who they got you know for dimes on the dollar from the Giants who just needed to move on from him after Joe Judge had temporarily irradiated Kadarius Toney in a Giants uniform and they just mutually agreed to part ways. Pretty damn impressive, if you ask me. On the other side of the ball, look what the Eagles have done. My God. I mean, do, do, you know, like whiffing on a bunch of receivers like Jalen Rager and uh, I forget the name of the other receiver who had like three Nelson names. Aguilar. No, Aguilar, but there was another one they drafted previously, all of whom stunk. Alshon Jeffrey aged out of the league pretty damn fast. And look what they did. They drafted Devonta Smith last year, first overall. They, they trade another first-round pick. For A.J. Brown, give him the bag. Look what he does for Jalen Hurts and his growth in the offense's proliferation. The Patriots need to do the same. Our own Kyrie Thompson wrote about the Patriots needing to follow the Eagles' plan, not the Chiefs' plan, not the 49ers' plan, 
maybe following the Eagles plan into this offseason for trying to get the offense back up to speed would be a smart thing. You have to invest. They cannot continue to treat the wide receiver position like an add-on or like, like a protein that you have the option of throwing on to a salad or like when you get a burrito bowl at Chipotle. Like you absolutely have to address this like it's a primary focus of the team. So you gave it a nine slash 10. And as you've been fixating on sort of the, the pursuit of talent side mm-hmm. of interest, I give it a nine or a 10. And I mean, I, I wrote down nine because 10 felt strong. You always get to leave room. Okay. This isn't the dunk contest. If you give the first one a 10, what do you do when the next one? Where do better? you go from there? Okay. I, I give it nine. a nine, nine, uh, nine. Oh yeah. Patriots in Germany. I saw uh, Mac yeah. Jones putting a little video out to his friends. Let's hope he's the starter by the time they get there. Uh, but I look at this from, you know, the the movie view. I laughed. I cried. The dialogue, mm-hmm. the comedy. Like, to me, this position has absolutely everything. Has need and potential. T. Higgins. You could say they're going to shoot for the moon and go get T. Higgins, spend a first-round pick and $100 million. But it also has internal storylines like subplots Kendrick Bourne a year ago he was a breakout mm. star in the making except he was a breakout star who was burning out and crashing to earth um Devonte Parker is he good enough to be whatever you want him to be return he said forward? he is he said he, he commented yeah, on it back, we mentioned a few weeks thinks. ago I know I know I'm just saying like he told uh, balls I... thrown his way were 80 20 they weren't no 50 50 best yes not even 70 30 uh no. But don't you want that kind of confidence out of one of your starting receivers? Don't you want them believing that no, they're really the man, care. that they're the him? Mohamed Sanu once told me he was not only the juice, he was also the squeeze. He was not. I don't care. It's my little league. No, he was the rind, the pulp, and the mess. Yeah. But he believed he was great. He believed he was going to be something. It's my little league parent rule. Don't ever ask a little league parent if their kid is good. Yes, they think their kid is good. Guess what? 99% of the time, they're wrong. Their kid blows and sucks. Oh, now why are we coming for everyone's child? Um, but Spoiling like, all their big league dreams, Andy. Tyquan Thornton is on the field catching balls from Bailey Zappi. And he's your young year to jump hopeful receiver speed burner top off the defense guy and you have this uh chinese floating balloon that's just floating up there and you're not sure whether you're going to shoot it down or let it float jacoby myers he's your guy are you going to give him 50 million dollars i figured ufos the floating balloons unidentified objects would somehow factor into the discussion since that is part yeah. of the zeitgeist right now i did not think that we would possibly compare jacoby myers and his uh looming free agency to Chinese weather balloons. But you know what? Like I often say, Andy, I'm here for it. So would you give him 50 million bucks? I would give him 40. I didn't ask you if you'd give him 40. I asked you if you'd give him 50. No. So you're letting him walk. Best receiver on the team the last four years. You're saying, bye-bye. Uh, if I can get it. I didn't if ask you're you tell- what anything else. I said, are you going to no, give him a contract? I know, but there has to be. I have to know who's replacing him. If there's a big body coming in, if Who? there's a, a a receiver number one, if you're gonna Who? tell me that, if you're gonna tell me DeAndre Hopkins or T Higgins has entered the equation, I can he, he can go. Okay, I I would agree with that on some level, um, but I have been. Sort I'd rather of the money be allocated that way. Yeah, I think you can do both. I mean, you pissed away eleven million dollars on Nelson Aguilar, so piss mm-hmm. away twelve next year on Jacoby Myers, and I don't ever think you'll call it pissing away. I think you'll no, be happy he's to have gonna, Jacoby on your team. Solid, dependable number two target, but I to me. I need, a, I need, I want, I want the, 
I, I miss the third down receiver. I miss the jitterbug. I miss the guy, as Curran likes him. to often say, that can get who can get open in the phone booth? Marcus Jones. I've moved him to slot receiver slash passing back in my mind. Wow. That is a bold choice. And Fortune, I've been told, favors the bold. I mean, look at this hair. I'm bold as bold can be. I, yeah, I know. You <laughs> You got like fire hair this morning going on with the hair just bursting through your clumsy I'm visor. Mr. Heat Miser. Yeah, it's it's board, yeah, it's borderline syndrome from the Incredibles esque right now, which I which it's a fun look. It works for you, but like the I I want the big guy and I want the the jitterbug. Do you mean big? AJ Brown, T, T Higgins. I want oh, you mean I, big. yes, like the guy. Like I want a big. Why I want a big number one. Uh, the, when I say big guy, I mean the number one target. The clear cut, definitive. This is the guy you have to game plan for. This is the guy that Max should always be looking for first. This is the guy that demands defensive consideration and number one cornerback coverage. That's what I want. A big guy. Okay. So Tyreek Hill would be Parker's a big, big guy. Yes. Okay. I just, so, oh, okay. So it's, it's an, it's a go-to guy. It's a number yes. one target. It's a, I want a stud. I want, okay. Let me put it this way. I Ty want a Law stud receiver. The guy he'd fear, right? You know, yes. Ty Law keeps talking about no one would, if he played defense, he would not fear a single member of the New England Patriots. Nope. So you need a uh, someone who induces fear in the opposing side. Okay, can any of the current Patriots become that? I'm going to include Marcus Jones, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, Devontae Parker. Can any one of them, could we, you know how NFL networks love to uh -huh. do like sit downs, like, oh, the storylines. Could any of those guys be November storylines? Like, wow, we didn't think you could be this, but you're now the go-to number one guy in New England. No. Well, that's negative. <laughs> I'm just being, but am I, is this not a forum for honesty? It is, but it's, I'm the honest one. You're supposed to be the fraudulent Foxborough faithful. I am. I am a super fan. I think last year I was the one who on a Saturday afternoon with Brian Barrett and Kyrie Thompson caught the attention of national media outlets, uh, local papers and more saying that we believed firmly, no less that the Patriots wide receiver room of number twos and threes would be better than a wide receiver room that had a standout number one. And then a bunch of three, you know, maybe a two, then some threes and fours turns out we were wrong, but we were wrong because of the play callers and the people directing the personnel and the talent, which is wrong period. You just, they say wrong two period. years in a row. You've been very wrong. All right. Why was I very wrong two years ago, two, two years prior? Was it two years ago or was it last year when you said you'd rather have the Patriots targets than the chiefs? Oh yeah, I've been wrong two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat that L. I've been dining. I've been dining on and look, look at it, it's preventing me from aging. It turns out you don't need to worry about other superfoods, losses, and big L's like that in terms of prognostication. Truly keep you young at heart. So, are have you been burned by that? Is that why you are so yes, hundred percent saying the guy's not here? You have to add because I've kind of felt that way all along. And it's been part of my, you know, big, uh, I, I actually patented it, the three-point offseason plan, get a tackle, get a coach, get a receiver. Because I do think they have a lot of good guys, complimentary guys, guys that Complimentary, yes. But they lack the top of the food chain, top of the depth chart guy. And they haven't really tried of late to get that. Nikhil Harry, mm -hmm. Antonio Brown, that era. Because I don't think a trade for Devontae Parker – that's a complimentary guy. You didn't actually think he was going to be. I gave up a fifth rounder for him, for goodness sakes. Right. Um, so I'm with you. And that's why I've been on the T Higgins bandwagon and I'm getting mocked by Paul Perillo and others for it that. Oh, goodness sakes. I, 
I'd be all in on T Higgins because I think now I know some people are doubting T that's another thing. It's not just would they give up whatever it's going to take to get him. There are some that say he's not AJ Brown. He's not Stefan Diggs. He's not special. He's a number two. He'll always be a really good number two. Who's the only receiver that had over hundred yards receiving in Super Bowl 56? T Higgins. I love him. I would just look 19 at 19 touchdowns in three seasons. Like you've pointed out over a thousand yards each and every season when he's been the one or the two and go back and watch the Patriots game. The first half pa Bengals Patriots. I thought you saw a man among boys. I thought at points in the playoff game, you, that, that touchdown in the front, the front right corner of the end zone, he's a big boy. He can do it. And, and I would love to see him get his opportunity. And that's the other thing. If you and I are right, about the mm -hmm. Patriots, mm -hmm. I actually think it would be a good fit for him. You're not going somewhere where it's just him. You're going somewhere where we think they have a two and a three and a tight. You know what I mean? Like you, he either proves it by beating people or he proves it when he gets doubled. Oh, wow. Look at how much he opened up Hunter Henry. Look at how mm -hmm. much he opened up Kendrick Bourne. So I look how much he opened up the running game. Look at what he did for max confidence. I actually think it would be a good fit for him personally in new england because it wouldn't be, yes he'd be the be all end all because if you trade a high pick and you give him 100 million dollars you put a bullseye on your back but yeah i think he'd have a lot to work with around him so i'm all let in on just, t higgins all right let me make a state let me let me just uh uh make a a statement a statement uh of uh forlorn wanting and frustration as it regards the patriots i'll ask you a question and then we'll wrap it up i still have no idea for love sex or money why the New England Patriots, when he was suspended for placing a parlay, one stupid innocuous bet, something we now talk about openly on the radio, getting a pot, hopefully getting a wagering, adult wagering and sportsbook sponsor soon here on our podcast and beyond. Calvin Ridley places one stupid bet. Far be it from Calvin Ridley as the new Pete Rose gets suspended and the Jaguars have the savvy to offer up a fifth round pick to get his rights from the Falcons. And now he's going to have a one-year deal, one chance to earn that next ginormous contract playing with the Jaguars, who already have a good receiver room and have a potential top-five quarterback in the NFL in Trevor Lawrence. Calvin Ridley is going to explode next season. The Patriots had a chance to have previously addressed this, and for no reason that I can think of, Andy, they did. They they just looked right past. They just glazed over it, glossed right over the idea that they could have had a number-one receiver for free, basically. Yeah. When remember, if you remember, Ugh. there was a lot of talk. It was before the suspension. It was going to take a second round pick to get Calvin Ridley. And we all and thought I, they were going to be in on him. Well, I didn't want to be at that price and that the quick turnaround where you have to give him a contract, not knowing what he is for a fifth round pick, a late round throwaway pick. I, I don't I don't know if it has to do with what they think his future is, their intel on his gambling. Who, who knows? Maybe they think he's going to get suspended again in the future. You know, I, I don't know their their background, how the file is filled with with mm -hmm. Calvin Ridley, but I absolutely at that price think he would have. It, it's a Patriot move. Buy low, sell high. Buy yes. low. Like, even if they always used to do that, we would have just been hailing and praising Belichick, chess over checkers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and, and to the point where they used to love getting the compensatory pick. So you trade a fifth for him, you get a year, he has 1,200 yards in his one year with you, you let him leave in free agency, he signs a $100 million contract, you get a third-round pick back because of the compensatory pro You know what I yeah. mean? Like, So I, I don't have a good answer as to why they wouldn't have considered that at the time. I, 
But you know, I just was reading up on that. It was bad decision year. Just bad decisions all the way around. Well, let's just hope they got them all out at once. Yeah, because in that same Sports Illustrated article, (laughs) they talked about Calvin Ridley having a exploding, having a monster season, and propelling the Jaguars' offense to new heights as they now are set to dominate the AFC South for years to come. Uh, Last question in our off-seasonal positional. Uh, preview a uh, wide receiver. We've both given it a nine out of 10, pretty damn interested in how they need to approach this. They need to address it, insert more talent into the roster. Let's say T Higgins is not part of the equation, but there are some tasty options available in that first round. Andy Hart, would you use the 14th overall pick on a wide receiver? Uh, I would not. Cause I don't think there's going to be one of, of value there. Um, trading down for a receiver. And I know Patriots fans sort of just automatically bristle at that idea mm-hmm. of trading down. Oh, Belichick added. I would trade down late in the first round, maybe for a receiver. If they stay at 14, I think you have to get a an elite player. And I think there's going to be an elite offensive tackle in that consideration spot. There may even be an elite edge defender in that that spot there. So receiver in the first round, I'm okay with if it comes later. I know like Zay Flowers. Kyrie Thompson's pick 14th overall in his latest mock draft on WEI.com. Too Too high. high. Way too high. Too high. Flowers at 28. You know, in my dream deal, if you trade number 14 to the Bengals for T. Higgins and the 28th pick in the draft, take T. Higgins on a contract, take Zay Flowers with that pick. Mac is cooking. Oh, put me in September. Let's go. Fire it up. Now, that would be... Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that see? I, that's like the legitimately the most excited I got for September 2023 in months, like in, in weeks, days, months. Like, you're welcome. You give me Mac Jones with Ramondre and with Zay Flowers and T Higgins and Kendrick Bourne and whomever else is at. Oh, holy smokes, let's go. You know, you do need a tackle. I still need to find a tackle I know. somewhere. But is my guy Stuba going to be anything? Oh, Andrew Stuba. I think he could be like a swing backup maybe, but I can't imagine he's a starting caliber tackle right away. Um, do, they, some, do they already have their fat guy at left tackle? No. They might. And something that uh, Mike Reese brought up that I didn't recollect in mm-hmm. his Sunday notes, that Connor McDermott, who solidified the right tackle spot with his arrival late in the year. And farewell, was an Kajust. Was an Adrian Clem uh, pupil at UCLA. So there's You don't there. say. How about and that? obviously a former Patriots draft pick who had the weird yep. move around mm-hmm. and then come back to New England. So I don't want to be like Mr. Homer, like you. And oh, oh, are we switching roles? Wow. But is there a chance you just say Connor McDermott, Trent Brown, new offensive line coach, Stuber as a backup? Is that good enough to get by if you really invest in the receiver position, like we just said, and utilize some of your assets there? And I, I do love the fact that in a piece that uh, Reamer wrote up for WEI.com, the headline, former players praise Adrian Clem after Patriots hire. He, quote, preaches violence. Okay. I, I know we're trying to grow up in a different, <laughs> you know, the whole idea, like he he chose, yeah, like, okay, all right. So maybe with the, put a little edge, some nasty, some nasty back on that line. All right. I will also would not go receiver 14th overall. I would address it though. I would take multiple kicks at the can to make a younger, faster, more dynamic receiver room. And I do want to see the Patriots make a trade for a receiver. I've been on D-Hop. You want your T. Higgins. We'll see where they go. Both of us are at a 9 out of 10. What is your interest rating in the wide receiver room, Pats fans? Let us know. Give us a holler at Six Rings Pod, at Fitzy GFY, at Jumbo Hart. All right, we'll be back in a couple of days. 
with yet another off-seasonal positional preview, more Pat's Paris news notes, everything else your heart desires for the nonstop 24-7, 365 Foxborough football cycle. Until next time, good job, producer Justin Turpin. Excellent work as always, Andy Hart. This is your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens saying thanks for listening to Six Rings and Football Things from WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Good day, God bless, and as always, go Pats.